In this episode of The Full Nerd, Second Gen Ryzen, KB Lake G, Controversy, and a brand new Radeon. Welcome to The Full Nerd, episode 45 on Friday the 13th, 2018. That is April, yes, April 13, 2018. I'm your host, Gordon Maung, with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello, Internet. Adam Patrick Murray, controlling the vertical and horizontal. Hey, Gordon, what have you done with Elena? Well, actually, we don't have room on the set for more than one person, and we have a special interview with the star of the topic today, which is the Ryzen 5 CPU, as you can see. Uh, Ryzen 5 is mic'd up. It has headphones on. You can hear what you're saying. Uh, internet, if you want to ask a question, you can say it. We we'll, we'll, can hear. Wait, wait, We're is gonna... this is this first gen Ryzen? I mean, this has been sitting around it's for a while. Not. It's not. Uh, that is uh, the most, that is the big news of the day, right? And, and I got to mm-hmm. tell you, everybody's like, uh, it's hard not to call it Ryzen 2, but it's not Ryzen 2, right, Brad? Nope. Second, second gen, gen Ryzen. Second gen Ryzen 2. Wait, is that wait, Ryzen wait, wait, 4? Wait. Real, real quick, why didn't they call it Ryzen 2? Because that seems like, why not? Uh, that's. It's actually coming out later, so this is their this is their um, this is their what kind of like plus like Intel does yeah their this plus is plus the KB Lake uh, Intel Skylake yeah yeah this is uh, this is Zen Plus this is basically I, I got to be careful what I can say here as there's things we can say things we can say can't say uh, it is basically a, a new process twelve nanometer process. Uh, very similar to what we saw before. They're not make hey, They're not saying this is a huge deal. I don't know what they publicly said as far as kind of. I, what I can say is prices are better, clocks are higher. Right. I think that's what we can there safely say. I mean that that's that's pretty exciting. I'm excited. Price is better, clocks higher, right. um, and they all now come with a wraith cooler. Oh, see, yeah, and yes. actually, that's the thing that the prices are even better, even better. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing because no, let me give people the specs right. So at the mm-hmm. top end, uh, we got the second gen Ryzen 7 2700X. That's the big difference between a Ryzen 1700X and a, and a 2. It's that 2 there. 2700X, 329 bucks. Let's just say $330. 8 core, 16 threads, 20 megs of cache, 4.3 gigahertz boost, 3.7 base. Uh, step down is the Ryzen 7 2700 No X, 4.1 gigahertz boost, 3.2 gigahertz base. 299 300 bucks eight core 16 threads uh then we get to the top of the line ryzen 5 2600 4.2 gigahertz boost 3.6 gigahertz base six cores 600 x six cores 12 threads uh 19 megs of cash they count uh, all the cash basically to get to that figure uh 230 bucks rounding up a little bit you know you want to take your dollar and perfect and tip the person that you're perfect. buying it from at the micro center um and the fourth processor that is announced is the Ryzen 5 2600 6 core 12 third 3.9 gigahertz boost 3.4 base $200 street probably nice and as Brad they said were all announced today and the street date launch is going to be the 19th uh rusty says uh tell us all your secrets for the ryzen second <clears throat> uh, and then elvis on youtube also says the 19th is the end of embargo review embargo right you know that's the street launch date that is the street uh, launch yeah, date yep so i don't know when the uh, actual review embargoes are but i will say okay. the street launch date is the 19th that is correct that, that information we can't tell is you our secrets yet because yeah. as you can see it's still in the box we can ask <laughs> oh. 
It's in the box. <laughs> well, actually, uh, uh, Elvis uh, over on YouTube uh, has noted that uh, our unboxing vid was a couple days old. Uh, so we've had it for a while now, huh? <laughs> Gordon, it was your shirt. Well, and and Elena's awesome uh, Triforce shirt as well. Oh yeah. Yes, See, true. we were wondering. See, we were wondering <laughs> if people could actually like clue those two things together. Yes. So <laughs> we just weren't as buzzed when we did the unboxing. Uh, yeah. Um, well, and it's at a, at a one point when you were describing the chipset, you said AM two. Did I? And then you. <laughs> well, the, I I said the socket. I said it's a. It's yeah, basically I'm sorry. The, the, the socket. Let, yeah. Let's let's be honest here. For God's sake, it's the same <laughs> socket. <laughs> I gotta say, whoever at, at like made those, at, I forget. I don't know if it's Foxconn who made whoever made those sockets. Like they got a tr- they got a warehouse of those things. They've been selling those things for like ten years. They must get bored <laughs> selling the same socket. They're I, the pins, are, of course, are different, but they're pretty much the mm-hmm. same thing. So, Gordon, in, in your uh, in our unboxing uh, video, you didn't seem to be too excited about the fact that the uh, the higher end version has an RGB race cooler. I mean, everyone knows RGB makes it go faster. Why aren't you excited? No, I think I think it was a good deal. And you know, I, and the one thing is like, uh, well, you know, one thing I, I think sort of puts all of the second gen Ryzen in perspective is when you look at the pricing, because you know, you sort of go like, wow, the so the twenty the twenty seven hundred X. It always sort of takes me back a little bit. So the twenty seven hundred X, the top end part, is has a launch price of three twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Which is like, wow, you know, how does that compare to what you can get out there today? And I went and checked, uh, I think, Newegg uh, this week. And you can find a Ryzen 700 18X. This might be actually an Amazon price. Amazon Newegg. You know, it's very similar in pricing. Three nineteen. So, huh. God, you know, this is $10 more than an 1800X. Man. So you kind of go like, well, should I get an 1800X? It's got a, right? 1800? It's higher, right? It's, a, it's eight. You get that eight's higher than a seven. Huh. So the difference is uh, the original 1800X had a base clock of 3.6 gigahertz and a boost clock of 4 gigahertz, which, as we know, was basically the speed of light barrier for almost all those first-gen parts. <laughs> yep. This 2700X is uh, 100 megahertz higher in the base and 300 megahertz higher on the boost clock. So that should tell you something. But then you go like, well, still, it's 329 bucks on the street versus 319 And then you think, and this is the thing that gets me, like this, now this is a great deal here. Uh, you get that that new Wraith Prism, I think that's what they're calling mm-hmm. it. Wraith Prism cooler, and it's included in the box. The original 1800X, the original 1700X, uh, and no X parts that I, if I believe, I don't think the 1600 came. So no X. Only the 1500X did. The 1600X didn't. Okay, so the 1500X. Hmm. Uh, they did not come with coolers. AMD said, hey, we're going to throw the, the cooler in the box, right? And I went, it's like, well, how much did the original Wraith Max cost? And I, I think I found it for like, one place I had it for like 19 bucks or 10 bucks. Like, oh, it's not that expensive. Then I saw some places were selling the Wraith Max for like 80 bucks. It's like, I don't know who's going to pay that much for a Wraith Max, personally. Well, but a, either a lot of people, of those... the Wraith Max actually is the one with the plastic frame and it had an RGB ring around it. Uh, that actually okay. wasn't sold in the box with any of the original Ryzen chips either. That was only available for sale after the fact. So you had I, to buy that separately. Brad so this is yes. oh, an upgraded version of that. I am. I have all the coolers back here. I never got a single <laughs> one of those original Wraith coolers. I don't think that were the high end. What, what was the cost on the Wraith Max originally? I forget. It was a little bit higher than you would pay for like a hyper 
cooler two and two or whatever. Okay. Uh, so about 40 it was bucks. 40, 50 bucks, something like wow. that. Price for price for AMD fans, let's huh. say. It was okay. pricey. So. And, you know, a, a lot of people sort of, they're going to look at the unboxing videos that all went on today, and they're going to go, wow, the, the Wraith Spire is just a rebadge of the Wraith Max. We sort of assumed that at first initially, but then I looked at them closer. There's actually a, a difference in the Wraith uh, Spire uh, design. They're both, I think, four heat pipe designs. But if you look at the actual contact plate, it's different. The Wraith Max, I'm in, or the Wraith Spire, I'm going to guess is going to outperform the original because it is direct uh, heat pipe contact. So if you look at oh, the awesome. original, it had a copper plate with the heat pipes embedded into the plate. Um, this new one is very similar to uh, you know the famous Hyper 212 that everybody's loved. And I think it was the, the Evo that may have brought over the Plus yeah. that went to a direct heat pipe contact. So rather than having the heat have to transfer through, you know, a, a copper plate and then into the heat pipe and then out, it actually makes direct contact with the heat pipes. I, I got to say on, on make, our uh, unboxing video, a lot of people were excited about how big that uh, that heat sink is. Uh, yeah, and I think the well, original... it's good if you don't have to spend money to buy a cooler. I mean, you can always opt to spend money for a cooler, but it sucks when you buy a processor and you don't have everything you need in the box. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and then the thing is, it's, a, it's a, the original Wraith Max was a 140 TDP cooler. I I'm actually waiting for what this is, but I would imagine this is not south of that, so it's at least 140 watt TDP huh. cooler, right? I'm well, it makes guess. sense if they're you know they shrink the node and they're pushing the clocks faster. So I mean, they would need to dissipate more heat. You would think it makes sense that they improved it a little bit. Yeah. So and uh, it looks nothing is was was the original Max. It was RGB. But was it? It was just R- a ring. Okay. The prism has the fans that are translucent, so right. it shows the uh, fans. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But was the was the original Wraith Max RGB controlled? Or Lane and I yes. were talking about this yesterday. So you could yes. change the colors. Hundred percent. Was it through um, a USB header, or was it through sort of like AuraSync or MSI, or they it all was through the uh, uh, RGB headers that you find on motherboards? So it'd be through AuraSync or whatever. Mm. Oh. I think uh, AMD also offered software for it. But I did it through the motherboard. Nice. Okay. Uh, XTA Garwin or Garwin hey over, over at uh, on Twitch says uh, uh, Newegg had a seventeen hundred for uh, two twenty yesterday. Wow. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty exciting. Wait, seventeen hundred or seventeen hundred X? Seventeen hundred. Oh, okay. I, I tell you, we're talking about these second gen Ryzen chips today. But if you go out there now that these are announced and go looking for a first gen Ryzen chip you can find some great deals I mean, so if you're shopping on a budget and can't afford one of these new chips you might want to consider looking around the next couple of weeks because that's a heck of a deal on an eight core part yeah i, I mean especially because i i really feel like i'm i'm gonna uh, bite the bullet this year and and rebuild my system uh around Ryzen, and I, I think that'll yeah i'm gonna have to do some uh some heavy weighing of of what i'm gonna put in it yeah not threadripper I, I, yeah, I, I can't go all the way up for that for my personal, <laughs> my maybe personal. The, yeah, maybe the prices will come down when the you know next gen Third River comes out. What? What do you know? What do you know? Secrets? No, I'm just guessing. <laughs> if you know things parallel this launch, uh, the older parts may get a little you know more affordable. Maybe. Uh, I, I'm so I'm going to ask you this. So, um, I probably would not get an 1800x. I would wait for this 2700x if I were looking for the top end AMD part. If you were faced with so like what what we don't know is performance but we can guess it's very similar but somewhat better due to the the clock speeds would you do yep. a 1700 for 220 or would you wait for the Ryzen 7 
2700, which is a 3-2 uh, base clock versus a 3 gigahertz on the original 1700, and 4-1 on boost versus 3-7 for 275. Well, let, let's see. The, the 2700 is 300 bucks. it's going to be. If you can get the yeah. 1700 for 220, I think... 80 bucks off that's worth it the 1700 you could if you put a better cooling solution on there if you spend that little you know 40 bucks extra for a good cooler you could get that right up there to four gigahertz speeds in a lot of cases i think you save enough if you can get it at 220 yeah okay i'm with you there 80 bucks is a lot of hardware you can get yeah that's enough to uh, make up the difference in GPU prices these days. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, that, that was a comment somebody, uh, T-Swift1111111110 <laughs> on, uh, on Twitch says, uh, yeah, GPU and memory prices are, was keeping him from uh, from jumping into building. So even yep. though we're getting great deals on the CPU side, oh boy. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's... Actually, I, I saw, I checked this morning because I was looking around at a, a 1080 and, and I saw one on Newegg. Uh, I can't remember which brand, uh, but it was six, 600 bucks for a 1080 on Newegg. That's uh, that's a normal oh. price. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So the fever is finally <laughs> no, broken. supposed to be 500 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Everybody, we gave uh, the GPU market a uh, Tylenol about two o'clock this morning as every parent knows that fever finally broke about three o'clock in the morning so we're feeling better oh yeah it was a evga uh ftw gaming yeah uh, hey, yeah so yeah that is that ain't so, bad so going back through the coolers for a second each one of these actually has a slightly different one the 2700x has that fancy wraith prism that we were talking about right the 2700 has the wraith spire which, we've which seen doesn't before. have the plastic. Yeah, it doesn't have the plastic enclosure around it like the Prism and the Max, but it still has an RGB ring. The 2600X has a Wraith Spire, but it doesn't have RGB. And the 2600 has the smaller Wraith Stealth. So each one of these is getting a slightly different cooler. Well, you know, and it's funny because I was talking with Elaine about this yesterday. I was like, why are people... I, I, I like that you get a good, a decent cooler out of the box, but mm-hmm. why are people so excited about the the wraith coolers you brad you've covered it really closely but people like they lose their mind over the wraith cooler so i think when the first ones came out they were a big jump over intel integrated coolers uh and i think amd's done a real good job of branding them and selling them and making them eye-catching that you know plays into it yeah okay and i will say they're solid they're solid i mean i'm not i haven't tested these new ones but you know they're comparable ish to that hyper 212 that we were talking about so that's not bad yeah and i gotta say i I don't know if i don't think we're allowed to show video or pictures of the the uh, wraith uh prism lit up but i will say that i have set it up and i am i'm doing some testing on already it is a really pretty cooler i i personally think you know the ring lights up uh the fan lights up as you said it's translucent and you can control all the aspects of it through whatever utility you we did the use. rgb build too early <laughs> I know, you know right? <laughs> see adam missed this yesterday but elena came what? over i was like oh you gotta check it out for your rgb build she's like uh it's it's kind of garish i was like what are you talking about you just basically <laughs> built a that? liquor store wrapped in a casino <laughs> and you're saying this is garish it's like, i'm looking for something kind of classy it's like I mean, she's not here, which is the best part. So she can't defend herself. But it's like she's it's like you consoles. standing there in your sequin suit and like your rhinestone cowboy hat, saying you want something classy or I, I like take off the Dan Marino shirt. What? 
it's it, I uh, like it. Like I don't. I'm not into RGB because it's it's classy. I like it just because it's cool looking. It's in your face. It's you know, I, I should have plugged that build. Uh, it's sitting right behind you in the in our shot. Uh, I should have plugged it in just so it. Uh, yeah, but then yeah. it would be backlit because it would light up the whole room. Yeah, right. So no, it's, it you was can't so... turn that on. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else in the stack that's like excites? Uh, uh, they did announce, they didn't announce many details about it, but they did announce that there's new X470 motherboards to go oh. along with these. Um, right. new egg already has 15 or so models up, so you can go check. Oh, them out. nice. Uh, we and have we, links to various stuff from this in our PC world article, Gordon's PC world article today. Um, and we, and we they haven't sent- explained too much about X470. Uh, they just said it's better tuned for the new higher clocks that uh these these chips have um it's also going to have a uh, store mi i believe it's called technology yeah. that basically is going to let you use an ssd as a cache for a hard drive wow that's nobody's ever done that before brad <laughs> it's true it's it's not necessarily original but it's still really cool um i don't think free. they've released any deeper details on any of those but that's cool um so existing motherboard should work with these right Yes, and in fact, I did confirm that with AMD. They they they've actually been including sort of um, support for these products in BIOS codes for a while. Uh, so if you have a current motherboard and you're already up and running, you probably don't even have to flash to do an upgrade. Say if you had a low end Ryzen, you want to put in a Ryzen seven or a Ryzen five. And as I understand it, uh, there's enough microcode there that you know the board should be able to boot up and then you could even if you say you went out and you bought an old x370 and you bought it uh for you know a, a steel and you got a new second gen you should be able to post the board and update the bios there's enough there it's not like the apu which was very problematic because you know it, the apu is is not it's quite a different beast than uh, a standard mm-hmm. ryzen part so. i'm curious to see once all the reviews are live the differences between X370 and X470 in practice, aside from that store in my technology, <laughs> but we are not there yet. Yeah, we're not there yet, and we can't talk about it. But I got But I got to say, you know, I, this is still an SOC part, right? People forget this. You know, Ryzen is still at its heart in SOC, so a lot of it's buried inside the CPU itself. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think it'll be. I mean, it's not going to be as as big as a leap. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna. People, when you understand what I'm saying here, the leap we went to. From um, say uh, Z170 to Z270, I mean that was like a quantum change, right? And uh, Z270 to Z370, it was it was so different. Uh, I don't think it'd be as big as that. Which, <laughs> and people can't understand the sarcasm in my voice. It really didn't change much, right? So no, because uh, it's, it's a revision of existing hardware. That's basically what this is. They're pushing the you know fabrication process down. They're pushing clock speeds up, tweaking it and making it slightly better. Right. But, uh, and over over on YouTube, Ivy Nat says uh, or is asking, can you use Ryzen second gen on the an X three seventy board? Yes, yes, you can. And and again, we were saying it is fully backwards compatible. You um, should be able to just if if you say bought a brand new X three seventy board or you stole one or you shoplifted it from work. Not that I'm endorsing that. You should be able to just go out buy a second gen Ryzen again. Post update the BIOS, you're good to go. So not like it was with APU. Uh, and Rusty has a good uh, question. Can you say if there's more RAM compatibility with X470 boards? Uh, I don't think they've talked about that stuff yet. I don't think they have. What, uh, what yeah. was the RAM they sent to you uh, specifically uh, for the, the kit? Uh, it was a Sniper X, G-Skill Sniper X. Uh, I will say, though, 
you could imagine it's going to get better. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I could probably imply that you could sort of guess. I mean, I haven't really even looked into that too far yet, but you, you can imagine it's not going to get worse. Right. So things mm-hmm. will be better. I'm sure. Yeah. This is building on top of what's already been getting polished for a year now, basically. So, right. And remember again, memory control is in the CPU, not in the motherboard. That's, that's ancient old days. So nice. Um, other Ryzen parts. I, you know, and again, you know, the message. You know, obviously, none of us can talk about uh, how far they clock, how far they overclock. But clearly, you look at the cl- the clock speed boost. Like, uh, I'm just going to point some of these out because I, I thought it was really interesting. Ryzen five sixteen hundred boost is three six to three nine three hundred megahertz. You know, uptick. The Ryzen 1600X to uh, 2600X gives you a 200 megahertz uh, uptick. And then uh, 1700... In boost? Oh, wow. That's the biggest one. I've forgotten how low that was. So 1700 to 2700X in boost. Uh, no, you want to look at 1700X to 2700X. Oh, right. Sorry. Oh, my Egg McMuffin with sausage is coming back on me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, they run in a deal on those in San Francisco. Oh, they are. Oh. I mean, it's like it's like two of those in hash browns for like six bucks. It's like the cheapest thing ever. It's I got one for the homeless it. guy outside. It's still not worth it. Um, so the Ryzen 7 1700, 3.7 gigahertz to 4.1 gigahertz. That's a 400 megahertz upclick, right? Up top. Uptick, but of course, you know, 1700 was always clocked down a little bit. It was because of the lower power part. Uh, and oh, I forgot to put TDPs in this chart. And the 1700X, uh, thir- 500 megahertz, is that right? Yeah, holy smokes. Yeah, so 1700X, 3.8 gigahertz, and the 2700X to 4.3 gigahertz. Huh. I mean, even if you look, even though this is called the 2700X. If you look at it compared to the 1800X, it's still a 300 megahertz boost clock upgrade. So this is faster than the previous flagship. Yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? So, I, yeah. Um, and that sort of implies, and again, these are boost clocks. So this is this is what from the factory it'll clock up to under certain loads and certain temperatures, right? Clearly, if you do overclock it, you'll get more headroom. There have been some leak stories about how far you can overclock it, but definitely it looks like the second-gen part definitely breaks that 4 gigahertz barrier that we saw with, you know, first-gen Ryzen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Nigel's ask on YouTube is asking uh, if you can give us an idea on the TDP. You know, I... They actually, they actually published them all, yeah. and, or they sent the email. We could have published them. I put them in the post that this is about. Oh, good. Uh... They're all the same as the previous generation, except for the 2700X, which the previous 1700X, the previous 1800X was 95 watt TDP. The 2700X is 105 watt TDP, so a 10 TDP increase. Everything else is the same. Oh, I'll have to redo the chart and add the TDPs to it. I forgot. I Adding Whoops. all this other stuff nobody cared about. Well, process. You, I you got get, your back, man. I put it in the paragraph right above <laughs> it. I like charts. I like charts. You got to take the uh, column out that says how many Egg McMuffins is this worth. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Think about that. Uh, so, real quick question from me. Um, how long do you think they'll keep around first-gen parts? Uh, you know, and, and are they going to drop street prices or just... Or, or I'm sorry, uh, drop MSRP or our street price is just going to go down? I'm trying to think of what I think I can say. Yeah, I'm trying to think of if I can say that or not. I think, I think, I don't know. I'd I'd probably buy one now if you want a first gen. Yeah, well, the way I don't, I didn't go to whatever. I haven't had any inside information. Gordon has all that. I don't. Just me looking at it rationally from the outside. 
they've been having first-gen Ryzen parts on a fire sale for two months now. Nice. They're clearing the channel out. They introduced the new Ryzen APUs to replace a Ryzen 3 part and a Ryzen 5 part. So I would expect the parts that those replace to go away as well. So if you're looking for a deal on a first-gen Ryzen, I would act sooner than later would be my advice. Okay. No comment. <laughs> uh, Senator, I no comment. <clears throat> I plead the fifth. Uh, actually, actually, the one that, last thing I want to talk about with the Ryzen news. Let's see how long has it been. Okay. 1800X. Mm-hmm. Do you think, I, was, I don't know, this is totally, this is all speculation. I didn't even ask them about this stuff. Um, so I don't know. There's nothing for me to even spill by accident. But there's no 1800X. It feels like they could do a 2800X. Do you think, my personal theory is they're going to take the best of the best, mm-hmm. push out a 130-watt part. I don't know if it'll be like that sort of crazy phenom part. Remember way back with that five gigahertz part that came with it. <laughs> the one that shipped with that water cooler or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The, the one that came with the water cooler and the motherboard that ultimately was not compatible uh, with that actual CPU. That was, that was always fun. Um, do you think they could do that here? I mean, this is not phenom, but I, it feels like, you know what? They're saving they that 1800 X or something, something faster. I, I think. Don't you? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't show up either, and this is it. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do have a higher skew that they could sell for four hundred bucks one day. It just seems like they've replaced every single one except the eighteen hundred X. You know, to me, it's like okay, I can see that one coming. Right? If I were AMD, it's like bam, two months later or a month later. Well, how high yeah. would they go though? Right? I don't know. Right? It, but- it depends on how they want to and can position it against price points versus Intel, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not sure if they want to go too much higher than this. If they do, maybe if they match, I think the 8700K is 350 bucks. So yeah. they could do a 2800X, jack the price up 30 bucks, have just the premium bin chips. Who knows? Yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd put I'd put egg McMuffin on that. Egg Mc... <laughs> no, egg McMuffin <laughs> with sausage. Now, oh. I got to tell you, if you go to McDonald's cool. and you say, give me an egg McMuffin, and you don't ask for the sausage, you will be disappointed. Look, <laughs> yeah, oh. it's the worst thing in the world. It's like, where's my sausage? Just because you didn't say what sausage, sir. Oof. Yeah, uh, I would say they got to do it, right? I mean, what the heck? And uh, although, I, I, and the really interesting thing is, like, yeah, when you look at competition, I I just want to point this out because when you factor the math into it, twenty seven hundred X is going to be street price of three twenty nine. Clearly, it's going to go up against uh, Coffee Lake. Coffee Lake. It's going to, you know, we're just guessing here. I no, I've not run any performance numbers, but you could sort of guess uh, it's going to get eight cores versus six, both of them with, you know, SMT. But the price advantage, huge, huge advantage for AMD because they're giving you basically if you're not going to overclock or even you want to overclock mildly, they're giving you a great cooler. And 8700K, you can open that box up, pull out the CPU, and the only thing else that's going to come out is a sticker because you don't get anything else with that K part, right? That's... Because they haven't taken our suggestion yet to put the little tone when you open it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> At least you get the boom, 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 boom. Got to pay five. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a, to me, that's a, it's, a, it's a big minus, right? You got mm-hmm. to buy the 8700K for 350 if you're lucky. And then you mm-hmm. got to go buy a Hyper 212, which is 30 bucks. Great cooler, but... That really makes it almost a four hundred dollar part, right? Three eighty versus three thirty. 
So I'm going to be real curious to see where the gaming benchmarks shake out, actually, because that's where Intel's had the advantage over Ryzen. Pure IPC single thread kind of a deal. Yeah. But these are pretty significant clock speed boosts for Ryzen, so mm. I'm really interested to see where it winds up. Yeah. And I got to say, for all the testing, or I think Brad is on a time delay now. For all the testing, uh, I will be doing uh, Coffee Lake, all the parts with this will be a post-Meltdown, post-Spectre um, world because I, I think it's only fair if if Intel does have to take a, a, a haircut as small as it is, it, you do have to test it, retest it with, with a Meltdown Spectre in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, Nigel uh, asking over on uh, on the YouTubes. Uh, do you think they'll release an APU based on the second gen hardware? Uh, eventually, I'm sure. Yeah, why they just not? released them, so yeah. I'm not sure. Not anytime soon, I wouldn't think. Also, a uh, Max acceleration. Uh, oh, that's a good one. I like that. Uh, will the X470 boards be worthwhile upgrade from the X370 boards? I have now, uh, and he just pre-ordered a 2700X. I, uh, who knows? We haven't tested them out. We don't know actually what improvements they bring, but I think it seems like the highlight there is that store MI technology, which lets you use an SSD as a cache for a hard drive. So I, I would guess that it would depend on how how much value you put in that feature. That's my off-the-cuff guess without any deeper information. Yeah, and I, I got to say just from – for me personally – um, I would just stick with it. It would. It's very much. I sort of very much see it like Z two Z one seventy Z two seventy. If you if you could have run um, a KB Lake in your Z one seventy board, you, there's no reason to go out and spend two hundred bucks on that. If it's or even one hundred and fifty one hundred fifty dollars spent towards more RAM, larger SSD, or better GPU, generally is a better return on investment. Doesn't not I'm saying saying it's bad, but you know you already got the thing. You know why? Why put the money in there? Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, anything else to cover for this, or should we uh, move it on? No, I think we just have to wait. We're gonna have you know come back. We're gonna be talking about the full review. We got some other surprises planned too. If you have any other AMD questions, mm-hmm. send them our way. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, I'm supposed to actually get us to the next topic, right? Yeah, you, that's that's all you, man. Uh, that's all me too. All right. Uh, Speaking of AMD. Speaking of (laughs) Intel and AMD. So uh, if you don't know, the news is, um, and I wrote this story, gosh, when was that last week? Friday it published. Friday we ran it. Basically, um, that KB Lake G, you know, which was the, it was like the end of World War II where you had the (laughs) Russian soldiers shaking the hands of of the American soldiers in Berlin. It was... Uh, uh, it was an Intel CPU built with, uh, you know, AMD Ryzen M Vega on the same, you know, in advanced EMIB. Like, oh, my God, this is impossible. You can never imagine AMD and Intel working together. They did actually work on the same part. It was labeled everywhere as um, Radeon M, Radeon Vega, Radeon RX Vega M, I forget, Um and from what I understand, believe me, I would not have written it if I didn't believe this, but it is not actually the Vega CUs. It was actually based on the Polaris CUs, oh. right? So mm. I think what a lot What makes of, you think that? Well, I, you know, I, 
the first thing is like all the utilities said, hey, this is Polaris, some of them. <laughs> and then I went in and I did a feature check in DX Diag and it says, hey, there's no DX, uh, there's no DX 12.1 feature set, which is part of Vega. Ryzen APU, Ryzen Vega, DX 12.1, Polaris, Ryzen RX Vega in KB Lake, no DX 12.1. So. Uh. Tom's Hardware actually read yours and did some follow-up investigations because in addition to DX 12.1 supposing to be a Vega core feature, so is Rapid Pack Math FP16. So Tom's Hardware read our investigation, did some follow-up work, and they tested uh, KB Lake G's Rapid Pack Math FP16 performance using a Sci Software Sandra GP GPU test and found that whereas normal Vega chips... The Vega 56 and Vega 64 see a big improvement in FP16 uh, under that benchmark. KB Lake G performs like Polaris as well. Right. So basically all indications are that it is based on the Polaris architecture. Which begs the question, what's, what makes a Vega a Vega? Right. <laughs> and that is and then, and the reason why Brad and I and Adam are, are very hesitant to call this a, a full-blown, you know, conspiracy you know uh, controversy is because one kb lake g performs like crazy good two it's got hbm2 and as far as i as far as i know it does also have the high bandwidth cache controller two vega features and i think it has a higher rop count too right but as you pointed out the ryzen apus have vega software and they don't have hbm or the high bandwidth cache controller. Right. So why are those Vega? Vega? This. <laughs> yeah. I, and it is really, it's different because it, to me, it's clear that they took a Polaris, you know, base unit and they integrated parts of Vega. Whether that was because of a- Intel saying, we want this built with this. Cause remember AMD is a custom graphics part maker. They sell stuff or whether that's because Intel said, hey, give us your Vega cores, and AMD's like, are you kidding? That's like our, our crown jewels. We're not giving that to you. We don't know. Well, frankly, that is internal, high-level AMD stuff that we are locked up in a vault somewhere. Um, and to be fair, what you just described is similar to how the AMD semi-custom chips inside the consoles, the new you know, mid-gen refreshes, are handled. They're uh, the same... Uh, GPUs before with some Vega features added in. So, yeah. So, what is a Vega? I guess what it comes down to, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, well, we have two. It's just interesting. We have two questions over on uh, Twitch from XDA Garwin. Uh, he says, uh, uh, first up, have we seen any Polaris version perform as well as KB like G graphics? I don't, you know, because it is sort of a mobilified part. I don't think so because you also have to remember you have you know high bandwidth cache and you have hbm2 so uh, i don't i don't know i because honestly i've not seen a mobile radeon uh laptop ever outside of a macintosh so <laughs> that is in retail i think alienware did sell a radeon based uh, laptop but it's pretty hard to find a, a mobile radeon okay. gpu at this point uh, and then his uh his other question is uh did you ever get to look at kb lake g in linux I did not. Elena did the review on KB Lake G, and if you get close to her desk, she'll like. Arr, arr. <laughs> she does just growl like a yeah, cat. She just growl. Yeah. yeah, you're not getting there. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, and and again, 
that's why I'm, I'm hesitant to call it a necessarily a controversy, but I, at the same time, yeah. I do think it is it is worthy of people knowing that it is based on the Polaris uh, cores. It is not based on Vega cores. It seems, yes. But at the same time, yeah, do you care? Probably not, but it's just something you should know. Um, I think people are, I'm a little uncomfortable with it, sort of being called Vega all out and and Intel not saying, hey, this is Vega because, look, we got the we got the thing you care about, right? Because mm-hmm. these other features, yeah, uh, rapid pack math, yeah, we're going to have that for all of the zero games that support that, or maybe one, <laughs> but we're giving you the, the high bandwidth with cache controller and the HBM2, so. But it yep. is worthy of, which, of people knowing. Which is interesting because when you think of Polaris, when you think of Vega, when you think of Pascal and Volta on the NVIDIA side, you think of those as GPU architectures. But I think this is kind of reiterating that that is the case, but it's also marketing. So it's 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 a jumble. So, yeah. But with Vega being marketed as certain features, Rapid Pack Math, you know, DirectX 12.1, I think it's worth pointing out, even though that KB Lake G has great performance, that you're not getting all of those Vega features, and that's why it's worthwhile to dig into this and report on it. Right, right. No, it's 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 definitely something people should know. But again, mm-hmm. it is it's not a horrible thing. Uh, it's not like it nope. makes it a terrible thing. But again, it's something. Yeah, yeah, it makes you like a little weird. And then at the same time, we've been doing this, we've all been doing this a long time. <laughs> there's it is just a marketing name it really doesn't mean anything sometimes it's just simply called uh it's called a ryzen 7 and what what's a ryzen 5 what's a ryzen 7 and you look at core i7 to core i5 it means one thing on desktop it means another thing on on mobile mobile mm-hmm. mobile core i7 and mobile core i5 are a lot more closer than they are on desktop so it's it's really weird and what does that mean anyway and and again, what the hell's what's a KB Lake? What's a Sky Lake? What's a what's a Coffee Lake? Right. Mm. So, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's a you know eh, interesting, worthy of knowing. Definitely worth pointing out, and it does make you go like, why didn't they just get in? Out? I I got to say, as a journalist, I kind of like why didn't you just get out in front of this? Kind of like let us know, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, I didn't read the piece. Did did no, they comment? Uh, no, uh, Intel has not commented. You know, AMD will never comment because it's their customer. Um, and Intel <laughs> itself is like, hey, it's a custom part. Hey, what do you want to know? It's a custom part. <laughs> Go high, high band with cash. Got yeah. email. I mean, that, that's what, uh, you know, Jeffrey over on YouTube saying, you know, the use of HBM2 or HBM memory makes it uh, Vega more than anything. Yeah. But what about those uh, Ryzen APUs that have Vega and don't have high bandwidth memory? Right. That's the. It's just a mentally intriguing exercise for me more than anything. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And it is, you know, it is like, huh? And the thing is, when you hear like, oh, Polaris, you go like, huh? But Polaris was not a bad, necessarily bad, right? Graphics no, it's, it's great for what it is. It's good for mainstream parts. But yeah, I mean, would it, would people have if they? I gotta say, like, you gotta wonder, like, the, the math on this did when they discussed it, did they go like, hey? Uh, we're going to have Core i7 with Radeon RX Polaris. People are going, huh? Would that be a turnoff for people, Brad? <laughs> Maybe, because it's not just Core i7. It's the Core i7H, like their top-of-the-line freaking CPU in there. So I can understand why they'd want to put top-of-the-line Radeon name with it. Right. Or would it have been better just to call it Radeon? Or does that kind of create questions and everybody's like, well, is this based Radeon on graphics? Does this create, oh, uh, is this based on Polaris? Is this based And then we start getting in that game. Is that like a negative? I, I like what Xbox One does. Hey, man, we have a, you know, a custom AMD GP, a Radeon GPU inside. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I guess I could have just said, hey, it's, yeah, I don't know, though. But, you know, the pain in the ass, I, the console press is a little different. The pain in the ass PC press is like, well, what is it? We, we, we want to know. What's the conspiracy those, here? Those jerks start, like, digging into DirectX 12 levels and stuff like <laughs> no, that. No, but, I mean, yeah, I know, because you think about it. Are, are we making a mountain out of a molehill? You know, like, I mean, yeah, if they come out and said it's a custom part. You got HPM2. What the hell do you want? Yeah, chat, chat doesn't seem to be too concerned about yeah, it. So, uh, yeah, so, and again... As long as it performs. And well. it performs, and, yep. and again, that's, you know, you put your money where your mouth is, right? So, not a, not a huge deal, but still... And the 80s Kenya Doke earned an editor's choice from us, so it definitely performs. Nice. But still worthy of knowing, right? So Yes, 100%. But, nice. you know... Uh, uh, speaking of graphics oh, cards... Yeah, actually. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that marketing fluff. Dude. Let's get into some... Some this is real a big surprise cards. here. Big surprise. People don't know. Uh, this is what now. Ryzen Five has been very silent this entire time, um, but Ryzen Five was telling us beforehand about its cousin, uh-huh. brand new. What is it? Radeon, Radeon RX five hundred X series. Nice. Your new second gen Ryzen desktop could have brand new Radeon RX five hundred X graphics inside. Brad, it's good because, you know, I have an RX 500 in my machine at home. I just sold it on Craigslist because I'm waiting for a Radeon RX 500X. Probably made out with those uh, sold to a miner, made out good on the investment. Well, it's going to be worth it because I'm getting the X part. So what, yes. what does the X get me, Brad? So here's the bad news. You could have made that Radeon RX 500 graphics card of yours an X part simply by downloading the latest, latest <laughs> Radeon software drivers. That's Wait. what it is, really. This week, <laughs> Radeon RX 500X series, you know, started popping up on the internet, disappeared. We got some news from HP the night before, uh, announcing some new laptops, and I'm like, hey, there's a 560X in here, so what's going on here? So I asked AMD about it. Uh, and these, well, I actually have the quote right here because I found it interesting. They flat out told me there are no hardware differences Versus the Radeon RX 500 non-X GPUs. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same parts. This is a brand refresh <laughs> for pre-built desktop and laptop partners. So they can uh, make sure that they're using the latest Polaris architecture-based hardware and driver revisions in their new systems. Huh. Basically, PC makers want the latest and greatest parts, latest and greatest graphics to sell alongside all these new Intel and Ryzen CPU systems. So they slap the X on it. X stands for extreme, right? Is that the idea? So all you get is the, it guarantees is you have uh, driver updates, if I understand this. But wait, wait, now you're being unfair, Brad, because clearly... <laughs> How much do those driver updates cost? Like I would, I know I would have paid a lot if I downloaded those driver updates. Well, if you have uh, Nvidia graphics, you, it would cost you your email. Yeah, address. well, that's true. <laughs> but for, but for Radeon, you can just go download the drivers off the AMD site, scot free. So if you want one of those fancy new Radeon RX 500X cards, just download the latest drivers. You'll be good to go. Oh joy! <laughs> now, as it comes, you with won't. Sticker. They won't be selling these in standalone form. So don't go looking for a Radeon 500X, 580X that you can buy and slap into your existing GPU. This is for pre-builds. This okay. is for laptops. All right. So, so it is a it is a OEM only part purely. Yeah, this is 
you know, it's always I, I'm not a big fan of seeing it, but it's a market reality with graphics cards. GPU cycle refreshes tend to be longer than CPU cycle ref refreshes. And both NVIDIA and AMD do this every few years. You know what they should do is come out of the driver that lets you just name your own damn card what you want. Like it should just have like a feature to flash the BIOS. And you go like, yeah. And, no, it, and of course it wouldn't like, it wouldn't screw your card up. It would just let you change whatever the model number you want in the BIOS. And then change in the BIOS, in, in the drivers. So that when your friends come over, it's like, dude, I haven't had 1180 for like, I had that like three months ago. Check it out. Like what? You got an 1180 card? <laughs> the bitchin' fast 3D is real. Yeah, I mean, why not? I just, uh, yeah, and, and this very much touches on our previous topic, right? Because it's like, uh, it's just what it's just marketing, marketing. right? Cause, right? Because people, do you think it's because? I mean, what it is? Because the vendors want something fresh, right? Yes, that's 100 percent what. That's it is. why we eat at Subway. It's fresh. <laughs> no. right? I mean, it's just. Hey, it's not that bad. If Dell doesn't want to sell a new second-gen Ryzen system or a new Intel Coffee Lake system that just got refreshed last week with a graphics card that's a year and a half old. Yeah. But, yeah, basically, marketing. Um, XDA Garwin on uh, Twitch says, uh, hey, his uh, 480 was able to flash to a 580. Maybe you can <laughs> make you it flash to, to a 580. Yeah, 580X. <laughs> You know, you got so much. Like we're going to talk about the value you're getting. You can take that 480, turn it into a 500, now to a 500X. Like, that's just like so much value from one one gener one part, one GPU. They're going up numerically and alphabetically. <laughs> Maybe, in fact, they can, it, it would just do it automatically. Like, you would just do a driver update and it would just name your card something new to make you feel better. I don't, I don't the know. Kind, the kind of bummer that I get out of all this is kind of reading between the lines that means there's probably not going to be a mainstream consumer rival if NVIDIA indeed launches Volta cards this summer. Because if they were going to have a new line of Radeon cards, they wouldn't be putting out X cards right now. So, uh, Yeah. But there's I mean, no 1080X. Are they? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That could be. I, I understand um, NVIDIA does have a new 1080X coming, Brad. You have to log in with Facebook, though. You have to connect your Facebook <laughs> oh, account God, to even. your GeForce Experience account. Right? <laughs> I, I don't know. That's I mean, no, no. I just when you think about the crazy marketing stuff, because eighth gen, look at look at on laptop, eighth gen KB Lake R. I mean, it was a quantum leap in laptop ultrabook performance. Gave you a quad core CPU and what can only support a, a dual core before. It's KB Lake. R refresh. Uh, the new H parts are eighth generation Coffee Lake. Um, so they're not, so it's somehow Coffee Lake, if it's in a big gaming laptop, somehow if it's an Ultrabook and you're getting double amount of cores, which actually gives you a bigger increase in performance, it's still only KB Lake. Well, what the hell? Where's that? What is that demarcation line between K, KB Lake R and Coffee Lake? Anand, Anantech had an actually really awesome visual graph for the uh, Intel desktop Core i9 launch a couple weeks ago. Right. That had, okay, okay, Intel 6th gen is Skylake. Intel 7th gen is KB Lake going all the way back. Intel 8th gen, and then it had, you know, it could be KB Lake. It could be KB Lake R. It could be Coffee Lake. It could be Canon Lake next month. <laughs> and it was just 
And that's the reason why I think it's important that we do cover these. The reason that you covered the KB Lake G, the reason that I covered this is so that when you go to buy a new PC and you go, hey, what the hell is a Radeon 580X? Google it and you'll see it's the same thing. Don't spend your money for if you already have a 580. Right. And that is actually a very important part. That is a very important point. All right, I'm yep. waiting for the stream to catch up on Brad. It's so off-putting. <laughs> I know. Sorry. You guys look fine to me. I <laughs> Brad, you're still like the... Uh, I, yeah, it's important because, I mean, how many times, you know, of course, for us nerds, we're like, when you're in that Best Buy and you're like, hey, that guy just told you the wrong thing. It's this. Oh, man, that just threw me off. <laughs> when that, you know, you go like, oh, no, this is this is what this means. That's what that means. Uh, it's, it's not a big deal. Don't Don't waste your money on this. But for your average consumer, and I always point out my experiences, like when I went out and bought a new washer, <laughs> I didn't know what I, I got it. You get this one has a steam cycle. I got to get the steam cycle, right? Because it's better. <laughs> like you go in there and you don't know. You just end up like you buy because you just think, oh, it sounds better. It's got a newer model number and you end up buying something you don't need that, you know, really doesn't replace what you already have. So information is very important to have. Yeah, and that's the reason why it's important to cover these things, even if they're not different, even if it is just a little minor technical details with the KB Lake G, it's so that people can make informed buying decisions. We're here for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, although the, just, I just thought about that. Like, so if NVIDIA finally does launch Volta, Ampere, whatever, um, a new GPU this summer, what in the world is AMD going to? put the go against it. I saw some crazy rumor and not the, I don't we don't have too much time for too many crazy rumors but I I saw some rumor that oh um Navi is going to compete with 1080 or something like that for 200 bucks. I mean it's just insane like is that real? That that's not on the roadmap this year it doesn't look like. The AMD put out a roadmap at CES. Basically the only GPU they had on there coming out this year is a 7 nanometer version of Vega. But that's only going to be for machine learning, Radeon Instinct GPUs. It's not even going to be consumer. So, so it's going to be an all NVIDIA summer then. Looks right. likely. Hmm. Well, that's yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, because it, it was hyped up. The story I saw in um, you know WCCF Tech was this is going to be the the Ryzen or the Zen of, of GPUs for them. But I don't know. Yeah, I saw that rumor too. That basically it's going to be a bunch of Polaris cores, Infinity <laughs> fabric together. <laughs> to make a mega GPU kind of like they're doing with Ryzen. But we'll have to see. It's still so far out. Right. And it's pure rumor at this point, pure spe mm -hmm. speculation. I mean, I submit just crazy. I, they don't know this over WCCF. I just make up PowerPoint slides and send them over there. And you're like, <laughs> I, I, so I've been coming up with my own code names. Like I, instead of uh, like stars and, and navigational parts, I'm using um, celebrities like Bieber. <laughs> like and then of course I'm using celebrities nobody likes like um, Peltro, there's Bieber, so Alan Thick, Alan Thick. No one likes. Yeah, they're just like that's what's coming out. <laughs> They've never gone for it. I guess over at WCCF Tech they have higher standards. My my rumors are no good, so they can tell that one's fake. They're probably like this guy's sending us crazy stuff again. <laughs> All right, do we, uh, I'm gonna oh, look at this. Yeah, we've we've got uh, we've got like five minutes for uh, uh, some questions. So right now, uh, just chat in your questions. I'll, I'll kind of comb through them and uh, and ask these guys. Uh, let me switch over the graphic. There we go. Boom. Viewer Q and A. Uh, the first one uh, comes in from Rusty Shackelford over on YouTube. Uh, he says, uh, speaking of AMD cards, can I get Brad's take on this new alleged R's gaming brand from Asus for their current lineup? 
Yeah, so Ares, Ares. Uh, uh, I don't uh, I'm not sure if it's. I'm not sure if it's been officially confirmed yet. I'm not sure. I haven't been able to follow it that closely. But that looks like it's popping up. Looks like uh, that's going to be a new brand for Radeon graphics cards. Um, everyone's saying it's a reaction to that GeForce partner program that popped up a few weeks back. Gordon interviewed Kyle Bennett about it on here. Yeah. Uh, and so everyone's thinking that Strix are no longer going to be used with Radeon graphics cards and it'll be Ares. Uh, we'll have to see. Uh, I mean, it, uh, Asus already splits up its Intel and AMD motherboard chipsets by brands too. There's Crosshair and there's Maximus. So we'll have to see. Hmm. Although there, I mean, for the motherboards, though, there's a ROG. Was there any sign of, of Republic of Gamers on this this brand new AMD-only brand? I'm not sure. I honestly haven't had time this okay. week to keep as up to with it as I would have liked to. Yeah. I mean, I saw the some of the news on the around that, and I haven't seen the card yet, but it does look like that would indicate Kyle's reporting was correct on that, and then some companies are certainly reacting by separating putting Radeon into his own little uh, area and then putting that little velvet rope around it. So um, we don't know yet, so who knows? He actually had a follow-up report yesterday Oh, saying that uh, big OEM vendors like HP, Dell, and Lenovo are pushing back against it, but he hears that the actual graphics card makers are splitting out Ares brands and stuff like that and whatnot, but... It's still, you know, a lot of this reporting comes directly from Kyle at this point. We're all kind of keeping aware, asking the people that we know in the industry what's going on. A lot of people won't say anything at this point, so. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, the silence is deafening, as they say, I guess. But as I said a few episodes ago, uh, companies will never talk contract details, even if you know the people. Like, if you go ask Sapphire, hey, man, how many... Eight, GPUs does AMD send you? They won't tell you. They won't tell you. They won't talk to you about contracts between them and other companies. It's it's exceedingly rare. So we'll right. have to see. But it, you know, externally, it looks like there is mm-hmm. some evidence that people are roping Radeon off on its own. Yep. Are they? It seems like it. I wonder. What I want to know is if this is true. You know, we'll, we'll, we have to wait to see the cards. Are they even allowed to call them graphics cards, or does it just simply say? <laughs> Uh, computer component, comma, <laughs> mining AMD, accelerator, comma, mining accelerator, comma, may or may not work with your PC. <laughs> I, mean, I just like, you don't know. I mean, like, it does seem a little crazy to, to at least not have a gaming that says it's for gaming. I mean, I could see like, hey, we're going to rope off these parts so that it doesn't, it's not. It's not ROG or whatever. It's going to have its own brand, but it should say gaming, right? It shouldn't say for baking. This Radeon for baking, right? I mean, are they allowed to do that? I hope. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, question in from David Williams on YouTube: Why is Ryzen great at productivity and still lagging in gaming? Uh, one thing: AMD is giving you more cores for your money than Intel. L. Intel for years and years has doled out those cores like. Um, you know, <laughs> like they had a contr- complete control over the best CPUs in the world. And right now, AMD is giving you a lot more cores for the money. Uh, Intel also has a slightly better IPC advantage, and they also have had a clock speed advantage. And there also also is uh, the fact that AMD has been non-existent in performance 
PCs for a long time. Developers just ignore it. They've never really tuned for the Ryzen microarchitecture, which is very different from what Phenom was. So there's sort of all these things, so it's called a tolerance stack, right? Everything's sort of stacked up to make it worse in gaming. We'll see it's still what these, fine. Right, it's still fine, but yeah, clearly... <laughs> And I just got into a reader with this. It's like, are you going to test this at 1080p uh, very low? It's like, yeah, that's what you do. It's it's not a it is not a GPU test. It is a video. It is a CPU test. You still test it that way, but I will test it at resolutions people play in. Yeah, at 4K at 1600p, though it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It's all about the GPU. But if you're playing on a 240 hertz panel at 1080p, yeah, Coffee Lake has had a big advantage over you know. Uh, 1800x over 20 it's just but it's because of all those things so main reason one thing i'm one thing i'm curious to see going forward is uh traditionally games have been all about that single thread ipc and even with the advent of vulcan and DirectX 12 the uptake has been slow but now that ryzen's introduced all these cores and then intel also rolled out six core processors i'm curious to see if more games in the future will be more multi-core enhanced, but that that's going to be, you know, a process that takes a while. Yeah. I'm always skeptical of it. And I am only skeptical because I've been saying this for a long time. Yep. And yep. You, we'll have to see. It, it is very, for, for people who have believed in multi-core, multi-CPUs, it's your Charlie Brown. We've been Charlie Brown all these years to the developer, <laughs> game developer Lucy's and we'll see. <laughs> I, I do hope that day comes because it'll be awesome. And then, of course, everybody will start to complain that these games don't run on my quad core with no uh, SMT. Uh, it was a big deal when there was a far, I think it was a Far Cry two years ago where it wouldn't run on true Ducor chips. Yeah. And there was a big deal. Yep. Uh, we got, uh, Nathan Lowry over in, uh, Twitch. He says, uh, what, what are your opinions on the Red Devil 56? Haven't touched it, but uh, a good Red Devil tends to be a good cooler. A good cooler on Vega 56 sounds just fine to me because the cooler was the big thing that the 56 was lacking. It just if you have the reference edition 56 in your room, it, you know it. It's it's like the old Radeon 290X days. Those top coolers are real oh. bad. So if you can put a third party cooler on there, no complaints. That'd be a great 1440p you know, high refresh rate, 1080p gaming solution. Was it really that bad, Brad? I mean, I, 290X I, is like damn near every legendary. Every time I have to test them, I I uh, regret it. I would like, <laughs> I only have the stock ones, so. <laughs> I mean, the only card I can think of that was in its class was the classic GeForce FX 5800. Am I getting that right? It was the, the lawn blower one, the lawn blower GeForce. Yep. Yeah. That was, I mean, that's truly, a, and it, it was a loud card. 290X is probably even louder than that, so. I actually put a 290, when I, back when I was testing Vegas 64 in 56, because I wanted to say that in my review, I actually put the 290X that I have inside my system to confirm that, yep, it's it's pretty bad. Wow. So, but the Yikes. third party, Red Devil makes good coolers. I would think it'd be a fine purchase. Nice. Uh, we got another question from uh, XDA Garwin. Uh, you know, now that we've heard AMD and Intel uh, make some recent announcements, do you guys think we'll see anything new at Computex? 
which you are going to, correct? Yeah, I'm going to be there. Uh, I would expect a lot of fireworks there. I mean, we're we're in a ball game here with AMD and Intel. So, and not only with desktop. Last year it was all desktop. This year, you know, Intel's fighting back on desktop. They will be fighting back on um, laptops. I think we're going to see a lot of fireworks. You never know because. Originally, I thought all the parts would sort of fall on both sides of it, but who knows? I mean, it's a big, they look, vendors look for places they can get a lot of attention at. Computex is a place to get a lot of attention. I think it's going to be a really good show, really good show for PC. Computex is my favorite show of the year because like CES, it's all like, oh, here's our dreams of the future, basically. 90% of the stuff is stuff that's never seen the light of day. At Computex, you see these are the systems that are going to be on the store shelves this summer or this holiday season. So I'm really interested to see if Ryzen is able to make more headway into pre-builds, more headway into laptops. What I'm really interested to see is what NVIDIA does this year. So that's what I'm looking for from Computex. Yeah, with all the rumors of a summer launch, it seems mm-hmm. that's like that's the only big event, right? There's Gamescom, there's E3. But... Yeah, that's true. They could do either one of those to do something. So <clears throat> They use DreamHack for... Uh, DreamHack Austin for the uh, Pascal cards. So, I know I gotta wonder. I mean, I'm getting a little tired of it. I mean, it's funny. We were laughing yesterday because I I put a I made my own meme of the Maytag repairman. You know, like waiting for Volta, like waiting for Vampire. We I like how, what what just at one point you just kind of give up. I don't know. They gotta do something, right? It doesn't matter because you can't afford the cards now anyway. Hey, they're, they're coming back down. The, uh... They're coming back down, bro. <laughs> Uh, we've, we've got two more things. Uh, one is a question, okay. uh, and it's uh, Java's Best over on YouTube. He says, uh, can you please let me know the best laptop for gaming right now? The best one is the one that works for you. And look, I actually I gave that person <laughs> the cor- uh, I gave you the correct response. Brad has covered a lot of gaming laptops. I've covered a lot. The one that works for you, do you want thin and light? Do you want, you know, high refresh rate? Do you want uh, just a big beast monster desktop replacement you have to determine what you want what your parameters are and then yeah it sort of depends what you want yeah there's there's a wide variety in laptops i did however (laughs) recently test the acer helios 300 which is about a thousand bucks so it's not too expensive it has a gtx 1060 full blow inside of it uh core i7 7700 uh 1080p 60 hertz monitor five pounds not too heavy not too fat, about an inch. Uh, real comfortable keyboard and uh, mouse pad. So if you're looking for one around the thousand dollar mark, I think that's like if I had to buy a thousand fifteen hundred dollar ish laptop, that might be one of the ones I would look for. They had a what inside ten sixty? Yeah. Wow, for a thousand bucks? I think it was eleven hundred. It's a te- uh, it's now a thousand fifty. Yep. Jeez. Uh, it's, six it's, it's a great all around package, man. Wait, so it's a wait, 10160 or 1050 or 60 no max Q, full blown 1060. Wow, for a thousand dollars? Yep, and it has the 7700, so it's like what you want in a gaming laptop for 1080p. So, right, uh, it's a hmm. price, solid package. That's a recommendation I'd make offhand. And then on the other hand, I recently reviewed like a four thousand dollar Origin Eon 1700X, which had a full-blown 1080 and a desktop coffee lake part in it, and it kicked all kinds of butt, too. So it really does depend on what you're looking for in it. Yeah, and that's a real desktop coffee lake part. Yeah, the 8600K. 
Do you, and and of course I I really want to. We have not seen it yet, unfortunately. We have not seen um, uh, Coffee Lake H parts. So the forty five watt six core parts that are two mobile forty five watt TDP parts. Uh, I have seen done a couple hands on with the MSI GS sixty five, the Arrow fifteen, and I those are two of my couple favorite kind of like light lighter weight laptops. Um, those are worth taking a look at. Um, but I. Do you think I'm not? Sh- I would think. Uh, would you do this? Uh, would you do a 7700K or do you wait for a Coffee Lake H, Brad? I'd be fine with the 7700K for standard gaming. H or 700H or HM. Yeah. Or HQ. HQ. Yeah. HQ. Yeah. 7700 HQ. KB Lake. Yeah, I would agree. I would. I, you know, if you get the if the price is right and your your primary use is gaming, you're not into heavy duty content creation. Then yeah, you could probably skip coffee leakage but if you and are doing content creation video editing like adam and like yeah you're gonna want six cores and like we were saying with Ryzen second gen earlier now that it's here now that these coffee lake h parts are here if you can find if you're looking to get good deals on a gaming laptop now is the time to go out there and look for those 7700 hq kb lake laptops now's a good time to buy I gotta say that is a steal though, because 1060 laptops are always been, you know, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen hundred. To get it down yep. to a thousand dollars, ten fifty is crazy. Yeah, that's it really easy, impressed me. Right, that's like a it's ten ten fifty Ti typically. Yep, yep, one hundred percent. It's usually you get a ten fifty Ti. You get like it's all clunky and stuff, but no, it's just nice. It has it's nice, nice shape. It has a great keyboard and mouse or trackpad. It was a great all around gaming laptop. What model so, game was are, it? Acer Predator Helios 300. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Acer has just gone crazy with their pricing. They just want to, like, mm-hmm. they want to run everybody out of town, it feels like. so. Mm-hmm. Which is good for you, consumer. <laughs> All right, uh, and to wrap it up, uh, we got we got some breaking news over here on uh, on Facebook. Uh, Falcon Northwest... The, you know the uh, the nice uh, PC boutique uh, company uh, just uh, put in a thing saying that uh, Brad's seven year old daughter is running a fundraiser for St Jude. Uh, today is the last day to put in uh, put in money over her goal. And uh, Falcon Northwest says they'll match up to five hundred dollars in donations today. Wow! So I'm going to put that link uh, both in Twitch uh, and in the YouTube. So. Thank you, Falcon Northwest. That that is uh, that is very awesome, uh, and uh, yeah, thank you for is, your daughter yeah. for uh, for doing some awesome stuff in that. Well, that's unexpected, but yeah. Uh, since I guess that's that now. Uh, <laughs> my daughter runs the St. Jude annual marathon every year to try to raise money for St. Jude because she feels very strongly that when kids get sick, I mean, they should get the help they need and it should bankrupt their families. So every year, she does a strong drive for it. Today's the last day. If you look at my Twitter account, you'll see a link right at the top. You want to match? It sounds like Falcon Northwest helps being very generous. All of that goes 100% to St. Jude, so it's a good cause. Wow. Awesome. Uh, so the link is not working in YouTube, unfortunately. Thanks, YouTube. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm going to direct people to uh, to your your Twitter. What, what's your uh, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Brad Jargis. I'm okay. fancy. Uh, perfect. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. I, I put it in there. So go donate. And then once again, thank you, Falcon Northwest. That's fun. Yeah. Good good stuff there. Uh, I actually visited Falcon Northwest recently in a, on a trip, and it was a cool shop. And they let me in the cage with all the GPUs. 
<laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> they, he did frisk me when I left, though. He was like, did you, did you take any 1080s or no? Oh, sorry. I'm no. naturally this lumpy. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> yeah, actually, my son took a picture with in front of a stack. Of course, remember, this is at the height of the craziness. It was, he had a stack of 1080s. It was like, ah. Oh. Um, <clears throat> all right. Cool. Let's let's wrap it up. We're uh, you know we're we're at the end. So check back next week. Let's say that again. Check back next week for your fix of hot PC talk on the full nerd for audio listeners. Give us a review on iTunes every time you do. AMD and Intel make higher, faster CPUs. Not true. I'm making it up. Also, you can listen to us on Google Play and Stitcher. Send your questions and comments to the full nerd at PCWorld.com. I do check them once in a while. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Mong with Brad Charkas. Adios. And Adam Patrick Murray will take us out. Uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, go donate. Uh, go to Brad's Twitter at Brad Charkas and go donate to his uh, daughter, St. Jude fun thing uh do it and i didn't cue up the uh outro and there it goes so thank you bye 